Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes my browsing experience better. Way better than yours if you don't use it. 
Why? Because I can block online trackers. I can block annoying pop-up ads and malware. I can browse safely, securely, wherever I am, even if I'm right here on all my devices. This laptop, actually this is a desktop, what, what am I saying? But this laptop right here, this phone right here, that router over there, the TV over there, all with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also save on pay-per-views. Maybe you want to check out AEW without commercials. Maybe you miss the old WWE Network. Maybe you want to buy a big UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service at a much more affordable rate. NordVPN.com slash Fightful not only has you covered, but when you get one of their plans, you're effectively going to save yourself money. And I'm going to save you some more. Four months free on top of that deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with a name you know. Even though he doesn't do many of these, I'm a member of the Two Timers Club here. A rare (laughs) Ricky Shane Page interview. How you doing, man? Good to hear from you again. Good. I'm doing good. I mean, I don't really like doing interviews that much, so. I know, and I I always feel like privileged when I get a Ricky Shane Page interview, which has happened twice now, because I know that you don't do many of these, uh, but I mean, you got big career changes going on, you're you're with MLW now, I'm excited to learn how exactly this came about. Yeah, I mean, I did the Battle Riot last year, Um, that was my first time coming and working for them, and then, yeah, they asked me back earlier this year, and I think, when was it? February, January? I can't remember now. My, my my brain is all over the place. But yeah, I it just kind of happened. It happened real fast. Uh, the last show, the last tapings, the one before the last tapings, um, I w- had the craziest travel schedule of my like entire career. Yeah. And I showed up and they were like, hey, you're doing this and this and this and this. And I was like, what? what? Okay. And I just kind of did it and I didn't really like clock what was going on and then the next show we were doing more stuff and i was like man they're really i'm doing a lot like this is kind of cool and then they offered me the contract and i was like oh it kind of happened out of nowhere to be honest (laughs) yeah so i mean when that happened i mean you're the type of guy that i don't think anybody would be surprised to learn that any company offered you a contract given your resume and your level of work in the ring uh so mlw i i hit them up immediately after i heard that and i was like Please tell me more. And they were really excited to have you. But they also mentioned you're going to be helping doing like some agenting work as, as well. Yeah, I, I guess that, I, I didn't know if they were going to go public with that or not. But yes, I am. I will be working backstage as well. So, I mean, is I, I get the feeling and it's just my assumption that given your place in wrestling and how experienced you are in the places you've been, there's probably something that you've helped out with either formally or informally places before anyway. Yes, uh, both. So usually it just happens to where I'm at shows and people will come up and ask me to watch their matches or, uh, you know, friends of mine that are on television will come up and ask me to listen to their match and and make sure, you know, everything's cool. And then uh, actually for progress, I think SummerSlam weekend pre pandemic, uh, they brought me into age and all the matches. I didn't even wrestle for them. I just I just did that backstage backstage so and i've done it before when the last couple tours i've done for progress i've wrestled and um done that so a little bit of a player coach situation uh yeah i i really enjoy doing it it's very fun it's a skill set that i think i'm good at and that uh i feel like more wrestlers should learn this and learn how to do it because you can't take bumps forever so 
And I, I like seeing active performers doing that even more because it's always great to get, you know, get people who are out of wrestling as well. But something that I've heard a lot, like, for an example, Arya Davari doing it, people are like, well, it's great because he is completely in tune with the style and pace of today as well. So we're, we're, we got a bit of everything. Uh, like, what, what was it about that that really appealed to you and said, hell yeah, I'll do that as well? Um, like I said, I've always really liked doing it and, um, it just happens to me naturally anyways. People always ask me to help them their matches. So I might as well get like paid for it now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I really enjoy doing it. I always, um, I always have better ideas for other people than I do myself half the time because people can do things that I can't. So I'm very limited being so big. Uh, I want to be a cruiserweight, but it's just not the cards. <laughs> so I'll have like much better ideas for other people. And, and when, and when you're in the match playing it, you kind of get stuck in your like, okay, this is like an RSP match. I have to do it the way I do it. And, um, but when I'm looking at it through, through someone else and I, it has nothing to do with me, I just become a little bit more creative. You mentioned the Battle Riot. I'm I'm a geek for Battle Royals. I love them. I don't care how terrible they are. I don't care how boring they are. I love them. It, it, I grew up loving the Royal Rumble so much, and that's a lot of like what the Battle Riot is. What was that experience like for you? Because it, it's one of those things where it's you'll see Ty of Valkyrie in there. You'll see Gangrel in there. Savio Vega's going to pop up there doing two or three different things. Like It's, it's just a lot of fun. It, it appeals to my ADHD that I was diagnosed with when I was younger because it's constant it's excitement but also it can be chaotic to put together or be a part of as well 100 percent, especially for like a tv product you know there's a lot there's a lot more that goes into it because the the announcers have to be on on, on point the camera people have to be on point the agents have to be on point the wrestlers have to be on point it's just like a big team effort yeah um and it was super fun because again there's a lot of people that i know at mlw and a lot of people i respect and you know, and guys like Savio Vega and like Nunzio and stuff like that, like people I, I just was a fan of when I was younger. So very chaotic, very crazy, but it, it, it came off without a hitch, and it, it, I think it turned out really well, and I really liked my part in it. And uh, yeah, it's just, but and I got to, I got to like, you know, be in there with like Sammy Callahan, who's like a friend of mine that I've sure. known forever, and uh, and Killer Cross, who's a, became a good friend of mine recently. So like, great guy. It was just, fu- it, yeah, I love him. He's the best. And uh, it was just kind of cool to be in there and just, especially like when you're in a battle royal with like some of your friends, you just kind of start joking around, saying weird stuff while you're in there because you know, it's not like physically taxing too much. Most of the time, you're just like trying to throw someone out. So. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just fun. I love battle royals too. Sammy Callahan, who I bury, I bury him privately to him because he'll always hit me up to retweet Revolver stuff. But when I say, "Hey, what's up with that contract, man? You, when, when's that contract up?" He's like, "What what are you talking about? I don't I don't know, Sammy. What what contract am I talking about, Sammy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, love that guy. He's uh, he's great. Like he's in uh, Revolver. He." books the hell out of those shows yeah he's the worst with uh, talking to him like if you need something you'll be like yo sammy <laughs> and he won't answer you for days and then like randomly he'll text you about something else that that he's doing and i'm like bro what about when i texted you a week ago and asked you this question and now you won't answer me but yeah Sam, sammy's the best oh he's great revolver's killing it i mean yeah. they're doing so well those shows are awesome and they're like packing houses like it's really cool Another awesome thing you did recently, you got to go to Japan, and I remember you, you, I feel like you went there maybe once or twice right before the pandemic. I feel like you were there shortly before the pandemic and maybe a little bit before that as well, but obviously, 
when what happens happens, you ain't going there. Like I know a lot of people who wanted to get over there and just couldn't for a couple of years. Uh, what did that mean to you to be able to uh, get back to Japan? Yeah, it was awesome. I honestly didn't think I was ever going to go back. Uh, I went five times in 2019. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wow, geez, yeah. man. Yeah, I did I did a lot of tours over there that, that year, and then um, I've gotten to go back twice since this most recent tour. Uh, so, yeah, I really didn't think I was ever going to go back and, uh, like, I really didn't think I was going to go back because I stopped doing death matches. So yeah. I was like, Oh, like there's no way like another company is going to like bring me over for that. So I'm just so surprised that I got to go again, to be honest. And and I love Japan. It's like one of my favorite places I've ever been. So like uh, just being able to go there and experience the culture again. And this time I had a little bit more time. Like when I went before with BJW, I'd be there for like two weeks and I'd have like 10 shows. Yeah. So this time I was there for like a month and I had like, I think 10 or 12 shows. So I had a little bit more time to like explore Tokyo and I was actually in Tokyo this time, like before I was always in Yokohama, which is about 40 minutes outside of, of Tokyo. So I got to like really see Tokyo a lot. And um, I, I, we did a show in Osaka and Kyoto. So I had, and I had more time there too. So we had like a little bit of time to walk around and like actually see stuff. So the BJW schedule was really, really hectic and, and, and they do it quick and fast, but the DDT schedule was a little bit more lax. So it was, it was uh, I got to experience more this time. 
Yeah, I loved seeing that you were you were back there. And again, like, there were so many people that wanted to go there the last few years and didn't get that opportunity. You you had mentioned that you stopped doing death matches. I remember you, you posted that publicly. You're like, hey, nothing against it. Just I, I'm going to move on from that. How did you feel like the reception was from fans who came to know you via death matches or, or really loved that work? Did you feel like they were understanding or did you get any blowback from it? Or, um, or was it, I, how was it? I think both. I think that people really enjoyed me doing that and it was something I was very good at. Um, and I think that people, a lot of people were like, hey man, you did your time. Like you did everything that there is to do in deathmatch wrestling. Like you don't owe us anything anymore. Um, so I think it was a bit of a mixed bag. I'd say more positive than negative. And I think people just miss me doing that because deathmatch wrestling fans are like rabid and they're, they're loyal. Sure. So um, I think they just miss it. But like, yeah, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was too hard. Um, the healing process was just way too much. And like, I just, I could feel myself uh, being afraid, which I never was before. Yeah. I, I could feel myself kind of going like, oh God, no, no. And <laughs> that that's when someone gets hurt. Like not even myself, like other people, if I have any sort of hesitation, like some, I will hurt somebody and I don't want to hurt anybody. There's the risks are so much greater in deathmatch wrestling and and i don't think people really understand that even the some of the people that are doing them they think it's like easier or you just kind of do whatever you want and it's like no you have to take even more care and um, yeah so i just didn't want to hurt anybody and honestly i have a theory as to why you signed with mlw okay you needed the extra work because ethan page moved to the united states and did not require a toy mule that's you know what probably uh, I still have, I still have a bunch of his toys here because I haven't seen him, even though he lives like two hours from. Yeah, he's not far. No, he's not far at all. I just haven't seen him because he's he's busy. I'm busy, but I still have a bunch of toys that I just I haven't got to give him to him yet. I haven't even been to his new house yet. I need I need to get up to Michigan and go see. Him he went. There. He bought it in Detroit, right? Uh, somewhere outside. I'm not exactly sure where. I was gonna yes, say he's gonna get in a, that area. He's gonna get a five thousand square foot house for like twenty bucks out there. Like for it's sure. I randomly had to go to Detroit, like, for an indie show, an RPW show, and uh, it was, like, day of kind of decision. Yeah. And I did, like, this run-in, and I cut a promo, and he, he, before I got home, he texted me. He's like, you're in Michigan? And I was like, yes. Uh, I was like, he's like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, bro, I just found out about it today. Like, it just <laughs> came together. Like, I'm driving straight back home. He's like, fuck you. Like, I was just like, bro, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the house yet. But, yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite, like, I want to say interviews. It was more of a conversation where it was like you, him, and MJF. Was that the one where he like where MJF was showing off his his football highlights? Yes, and when he kept going, that's me. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's me. with the circles yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. around it. Yeah. And oh that was my, Hulk Hogan's music playing. Yeah, of course, of course, it did. Uh, yeah. He he for sure. He he didn't buy that off of iTunes. He didn't license that. He was pirating that for sure. <laughs> oh, for for sure. Uh, speaking of AEW, you had the opportunity to work a few matches there, specifically against Paul White, which is what I'm interested in, or as I call him, Tall Paul. Uh, yes. How was that experience? I mean, I know that those a lot of those matches were kind of abbreviated, but I mean, that's that's one that almost everybody that's in wrestling right now grew up watching Paul White because he's been everywhere. Yeah, that is a crazy story just in general of how it came together. Um so that was the first uh, Arthur Ashe show. Mm-hmm. So there was like 
20,000 people there. I was there. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was there. (laughs) Yeah, it was wild. So, like, the day before the show, MJF called me, and he's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, nothing. Why? He's like, can you be in New York? And I was like, sure. He was like, I'm probably going to get him in trouble. But he was like, I told them you were in New York already, and they need guys. And I was like, okay. So I literally got – I went spray tanned. I took a shower, spray tanned, packed my bag, and just drove overnight to New York. And I went, I slept on Ethan Page's hotel room floor and I woke up the next morning and I was having the free continental breakfast, uh, for a room that I didn't have at the hotel. Thank you, Tony (laughs) Khan. Uh, (laughs) But, but uh, I was eating and, and uh, Aubrey, the ref came up to me and she was like, Oh, Hey, do you know what you're doing today? And I was like, no, she's like, you're wrestling Paul White. I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, no, I'm not. And she was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh. Okay, <laughs> and like that's literally how it happened. So shout out MJF. He's he's always looking out for me. He's the best. And uh, yeah, so it was so cool. Like Paul's great, super good brother. Uh, everybody at AEW super nice. Like I I don't have anything bad to say about my time there. They were so good to me, and Tony was so nice and, and very um. He was just there, you know, like you could go up and talk to him. Like a lot of times he, I would just stand in the gorilla position and kind of watch him direct the show because I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Never. He was always cool with me standing there, you know, because it's just an extra. I'm kind of in the way. But he, he'd he let me sit there. I kind of watched him do things and uh, super cool environment. Like everybody was really rad. Like, And I got to wrestle some, you know, my childhood, you know. I, I've always been told, like, because I'll, I'll try to ask and bug everybody, like, what's the, the line of thinking behind this, this, and this? And I was always told you can tell, like, what they think of repeat people who are there based on who they're booked against on those types of shows. So you're facing Matt Hardy, you're facing Paul White, you're facing John Moxley, people like that. It's like, well, that, that gives you a pretty good indication of who wants to work with them, who what they what they value of them. It's It's like the old Sean Waltman test, too. They would say... He would be like, disguise the shits, don't bring him back. And if you saw them back and they had worked with him, well, that's a pretty good indicator. So I thought it was a pretty good indicator of how they viewed you based on who you were, were booked against. For sure. they like I got great matches there. Like, I got to wrestle Dante, Darby, Kingston, Moxley, Matt Hardy, like, you know, the Dark Order. Like, I, I think they knew that... Uh, I wasn't going to hurt anybody and that um, I'm professional because a lot of times, you know, they meet, they're meeting these guys day of, you know, so it's a bit hard to sometimes you don't just don't know. So even like one of the times I was in a match and, uh, and like all the guys in Dark Order knew who I was, but then like the other two in the match, like people didn't really know who they were, uh, especially one his name's Andrew Palace. He's from Pittsburgh. And I remember just telling the guys in Dark Order like, hey, it's cool. He's good. Like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. he's not going to he's not gonna hurt you guys so like i think that that comes up a little bit so yeah they i always got put in good spots like i i wrestled well i remember the one time i, I wrestled danny garcia uh at the dark tapings in orlando and um before i went out like tony tony Khan got up and goes hey man like you guys have never wrestled each other i was like yeah no we haven't he's like i was trying to find a match of you guys wrestling on the indies he's like couldn't find one i was like i couldn't believe that you guys have never worked i was like yeah he's like that's why i booked this match like have fun i was like oh thanks man so like this is a really cool environment. Like very, very, I very much enjoyed my time there. It felt like you worked there like all over the map too, like on on the east side, because otherwise they'll they'll bring in people from like California when they're out there. But I mean, like you're working in several different states, and there are some people they'll only bring in in Florida, in Texas, 
and the like. So I, I thought that was great. And even though you said it might get MJF in trouble, when I write the headline, MJF lied to AEW, <laughs> he's, that, that Grinch, <laughs> the Grinch smile will pop up on his face. Like he'll, <laughs> he'll love that. Like he absolutely loves that shit. Max has always been great to me. Like he, he always looks out for me and like, uh, I, I can't, I, I can't repay him enough. Well, Max is an asshole, but his dad sends me paleo bagels, so that's that's nice. <laughs> I love the bagels. I'm, I'm friends with his dad on Facebook. He's wonderful. Care. He's the best. His mom's really nice too. So I, I was. Believe, I can't believe they produced that spawn. I, I know, right? I was at a show one time, and one of my friends, she was getting ready for like a pageant or something, and she's like, "Man, I miss eating bagels." And I was like, "MJF's dad makes paleo bagels. You should you should try them out." And she loved them. So I go and I see her like in the hallway there. And Steven walks out. And for the, like probably the first time ever, he wasn't recognized as MJF's dad. She goes, oh, my God, are you the Pagel King? And this dude's face just lit up. And he's like, you're damn right I am. I am. That's it was great. It was, that was like probably the coolest thing about that pay-per-view weekend was seeing that. It was, <laughs> it was wonderful. But uh, we mentioned like – the the Paul White thing, your your AEW experience, your MLW run, all that did impact NWA. Anybody like that ever reach out to you? Because you seemed like the type of person that I I think they could. Or I'm shocked they didn't bring in to create a little buzz. There was always like uh, talk of impact, um, like through like Sammy and other friends. Because again, sure. I, I just have friends everywhere. Like I've been wrestling for so long, and I try not to be an asshole. So yeah, I try to. I have quite a few friends. It was always talked about. There was always like hints of ideas, but nothing concrete, nothing solid. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of wrestlers out there and there's a lot of people getting contracts and, and, and sometimes you just get lost in the shuffle. And, and again, I'm not 20, so <laughs> I totally get it. Like even at AEW, like I was never like mad or anything like that. I was just like, I get it. They got a lot going on. The same thing with impact. You know, they're, they're a growing company. They got a lot going on. Like sometimes you're just not number one on the list, which is I'm cool with, you know what I mean? But I, I, I like where I've ended up. I'm very much um, excited about the future of MLW and how like uh, I can be able to help backstage and just help the, the product grow and take it to the next level. I'm very much into like uh, growth and um, being a part of the, of that growth, you know? So I'm, I'm very happy with ending up at MLW. Yeah. And, and even with like MLW, I think it would have been more of a fit for MLW and impact than in NWA. But like, when I think about that, I'm like, it well, it wouldn't have shocked me to see like you and Atticus and Greg all pop up there as, as a unit, because you all have created what you created outside of the auspices of nationally televised stuff. And usually companies are like, uh, let me get my hands on that, that whole thing. So I've never publicly talked about this, but um, so right maybe a few weeks before the pandemic started, um, I was hit up by Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. And, and, and what they were like, hey, do you, can you come to this date? And I was like, uh, no, I'm going to be in Japan. And they're like, okay. And then I pitched to the, to the booker at the time. I was like, hey, what do you think about me and my faction coming in? Like, you know, I think we could really do some cool stuff. We could, like, you know, hop the rail, come in, whatever. And they were like, oh, well, who's in it? And I gave them the rundown of everything and then, like, didn't hear back. And then, like, a week later, the pandemic started. So <laughs> was that around the time when, like, Effie and AJ popped up in ROH? So that was, like, during the pandemic. Okay. That was yeah, were, yeah. So this was pre. This was okay. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, before before the pandemic even started. Gosh, it was. I like I've got no concept of time during that pandemic. For some reason, I thought it was right right before that, but I do remember they were they were trying to undergo some like changes multiple times, like around the pandemic as well. Because they knew that with AEW in the fold, they had to they had to step it up. They had to do some different things. Uh, yeah. But I mean, is that something that you look back at and you're like, "Damn, wish that would have happened," or is it something where you're like, "What the hell could have happened? The world was going to go the way that it went." Yeah, I mean, honestly, just for myself, because I w- was such a fan of Ring of Honor, I definitely wish it would have happened. And obviously, sure. I wish the pandemic didn't happen because. But on the other hand, the pandemic was very good for me. Like it, I I I thrived in 2020. Like I had a I had way more matches than I should have, and like I a lot of my storyline stuff at the time, like really took off. So it was a blessing in, in that way. But man, it would have been sick to just like hop the rail at a Honor show with the four four zero boys and get in there and just start beating somebody down. You know, what I mean, like that would have been absolutely insane. So uh, I wish it happened, but I'm also glad that it, everything went the way it did. The way that you all have been able to just get heat is just amazing because it is, it's one of those situations where people love watching you, but they really enjoy being on the ride of absolutely hating you. And that is, that is unique. And you see it a little bit more outside of WWE where people were so starved for just entertaining characters in general that they'd latch on anything. But I don't feel like there's any shortage of that where, where you've been. So the fact that people were along for the ride for it, like, did you get anybody that was maybe a little too passionate? It was like maybe because you, you would do things specifically like that could like blur that line, you know, uh, for sure. Uh, I remember the one GCW show. Uh, I think we might have talked about this last time, but um, it was run Ricky run. Uh, yeah. It was when me and Gage were finally going to have our first like singles match for the belt. Uh, there were so many people there. That crowd was it was in Atlantic City. And they were just rowdy that night. And I remember right before we came out, I just looked back at the 440 boys and I was like, hey, don't let anybody fuck with you. Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> and they were all like, they all got like really jacked up when I, I love said it. That. And so we walked out and uh, nobody would ever touch me because I'm so much bigger than everybody, I guess. Sure. But for some reason, they'd always push on the 440 boys because they're all kind of short. Of course. So like. They, I would, I remember just turning around, and I remember seeing the four for old boys just being like pushing people left and right. <laughs> and then when I won, and the riot happened where they threw all the garbage in the ring, like it was wild. And when we were leaving, um, people started pushing, like pushing us and trying to and trying to. And I remember somebody was, somebody was messing with Eddie only, and uh, I came over and 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 I. I remember I just put my hand on their chest just like this. And I have this move that I do. It's an old school. This is an old school vet trick. You just kind of put your hand on someone's chest. And when they push against it, you just go like that. And you pop them in the jaw. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I was like, put my hand on him. He was like trying to hit us. And he was pushing on me. And I just popped him in the jaw a little bit. And he was like, well, and I was like, don't touch us, man. Like, get out of here. So we kind of had to a little bit fight our way out of that one. Um, but that was probably the most, uh, the most intense it got, to be honest. So when when you come into MLW like this most recent run you're immediately put with Mance like what when you're told that what's your reaction because I mean you had what I thought was one of your best matches ever was with Mance been in the ring with him a whole lot like was that one of those hell yeah I'm knocking this out of the park things 100% I think 
Mance Warner is the most underutilized, wrongly booked person on the indies. Like, the fact that people aren't giving him a run the way he deserves. Like, he should have he won the GCW belt at some point. Like, me and him should have went further with our, with our stuff at GCW. That match we had... Um, in Atlantic City was one of my favorite matches, and 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 we literally got people in twenty twenty one to bite on a dusty finish. Like <laughs> it's you know what I mean. Like I, I honestly truly think that people really dropped the ball with Mance Warner, and I'm glad to see that MLW is picking it up and and uh, trying to do something with him. And I absolutely love wrestling him. Uh, we just have good chemistry. Like I'm never worried about it. And uh, you know, obviously he has a promo. I have a promo. It's just like. I just feel like when me and Mance are in the ring, there's just money to be made. Yeah, when I saw that was on the tapings, I was I immediately went back to Cage of Death, like like that was the one that stuck out in in my head. And I mean, you guys have been in the ring with each other through a variety of situations. I can't remember if you because I can't remember the show itself that much, but you uh, got to work the the Ric Flair's last match show. Yes, I did. <laughs> which is. <laughs> Which I was there throughout that week, and you know I, I broke a lot of the stories about the the show itself, and it was it was wild. I mean, they went oh, all actually, out to make it happen. I have something. I have something. Oh yeah, Some please. Memorabilia from that show. Please. So a friend of mine uh, used to wrestle uh, in, at Beyond back in the day. He's a huge Ric Flair fan, and. Um, so I got to do the show, and he was like, hey, can you, like, get me something from the show? Like, even the confetti that they, like, yeah. dropped down on the ceiling. And I was like, I got you. So I went around, and I picked up – so I picked up this. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so I have this. I got two of them. Uh, one, I kept one for myself, and I put it in a, por- in, a, in, a, in a frame, and then I got another one for him. It just is a gorilla position from the, to show you where to go backstage. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I took one of those. Yeah, I, Conrad has always been, like, super cool with me. He's great. Like, uh, yeah, he like um, we had uh, Eric Bischoff uh, do a little film, a little thing for us one time for four four zero. It was like he said, like the following announcement is paid for by the four four zero, and that was just I just asked Conrad. I was like, hey, can can you ask Eric to do this? Like it, it could even be like a webcam, him sitting down for your guys' podcast. Like I don't care. And he, I have like a two or three minute long video of Eric Bischoff saying this following announcement is paid for by the 440, like 15, 16 different ways. <laughs> and there's like a green screen behind him with like the 440 logo. Like Conrad just went above and beyond. And um, I remember Conrad just reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you want to do something on the show? And I was like, absolutely. And, uh, so he asked me to do that, and I was in the Battle Royal. And I remember him being like, hey, I'm really sorry that you, you're you only in the Battle Royal. And I was like, dude, it's fine. Like, I yeah. don't need to be, like, it, this is like murderer's row of, like. It was a good wrestling. one. Yeah, that yeah. show was awesome. And, like, I was like, just the fact that I'm even here. And I said, the only, I was like, the only thing I want is I've never been to Starcast, like, can I get a hotel room for the whole weekend? And I'm, I'm, I drove down because I wanted to drive because I had been flying yeah. a lot that recently, and I was like, I can't get on another plane right now. <laughs> and Nashville's not that far from me. So I drove down. He had me a, a nice hotel for the whole weekend. I went to Starcast, hung out, went to the the roast, and just, like, it was it was a super cool weekend. Like It was a good time. And I remember at the end they were, like, gathering everybody up, and they're like, hey, guys, go out there, go out there, just go stand by the ring for Flair's, like, you know a, a retirement yeah. speech i was like all right cool well, then flair was like 
outside the ring and i was like what do you want us to do they're like just go out there so like me and blake christian just happened to be like the first people to walk out so we walked around the ring and we just ended up standing behind him so the whole time he's talking like just me and blake christian are standing there and like i remember sitting there and being like this is really weird and then i like looked over and i was like oh that's uh the undertaker and Bret Hart. <laughs> i was like oh and foley i was like oh my god like what the, what is going on <laughs> it was wild it's so I, wild there was people backstage. I remember I literally, like, actually bumped into Kid Rock. Like, I physically I did not know him. that he was there. <laughs> he was just hanging out. So I, like, was coming around this corner, and I bumped into someone, and I was like, oh, my bad. And I, like, looked up, and it was Kid Rock. And he, WWE and like, Hall of Famer Kid Rock. <laughs> and I bumped into him, and I looked, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and he started laughing, and I was like, yo, my bad, dude. He's like, no. He's like, there's too many people over here. I was like, yo, Jeff Jarrett's over there, like, in his locker room. Go say hi. He's like, oh, for real? He's like, yeah. So he, like, walked away. But I, like, actually bumped into Kid Rock. It was just a couple, such a surreal moment. Just a couple of Southern music stars right there, Jeff Jarrett and, and Kid Rock. You love it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I always found it weird that Kid Rock was like, yeah, Southern Rock. He could piss into Canada from his back porch, I think. 100%. So I'm like, he's out there living next to to Ethan Page right now somewhere. Mm-hmm. My God, yeah, you, you that me- show was crazy. You mentioned that gorilla position thing that you have. Are there any other like sentimental things that you you've kept or anything that you've come across that you're like, hell yeah, I got to keep that. Uh, I I have a lot of stuff, and most of it's in the storage down downstairs. Um, I've only recently started to get a bit sentimental about stuff. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I've done so much stuff, but I really don't – like, I'm not a big collector. I don't keep things. Yeah. Um, the few things that I have are mostly just, like, personal wrestling stuff. But um, I'm trying to think if there's anything cool. I was there. able to give a, a guy who – I called his MMA fight, and he knocked a guy out, and the dude's blood got all over my notes. I was able to give the guy that knocked him out the notes, and he was like, fuck, yeah. That's cool. It's like, there, there are some cool things, like – I think the Omega Callahan match, some of the thumbtacks rolled out towards me, and I, I just picked up a couple and kept them. I was like, this is a cool memory. I have um, actually Marcus Crane, before he passed, gave me a glove that Danny Havoc used to wear when he did death matches. Oh, I have, okay. So I have that. I have one, one of Danny Havoc's uh, gloves that he used to wear. Because it's funny because uh, when I was doing death matches back then, um, Danny would always be like, wear gloves, like wear gloves. And I'm like, man, nah, I nah, I don't do that. <laughs> like, and I remember my hands just getting shredded. And um, so eventually I started wearing gloves and I had seen him once, uh, before he had passed and he was like i knew you were gonna start wearing gloves i was like yeah bro i should have listened to you i was like my hands were messed up so it's I, i'm glad that i have that so that, that's something i'm sure there's more stuff i just can't 22 years of wrestling and just stuff being thrown in a box somewhere like i'm sure i got plenty of, of stuff. course yeah but th- those are the the gorilla position one i thought was really cool and, the, and that that glove's uh pretty neat too as we start catch those springtime vibes all over arizona Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. To wrap up, MLW Unreals every Tuesday, guys. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Dan the Dad told us that you were the first person to take the dad joke. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear how that was, like, maybe pitched to you. Because I think... Maybe some people that aren't familiar, like to a wide degree of your work, think death matches, uh, you know, the four four zero stuff, For and sure. they're like, "Really, him?" Yeah, I, I can't. Well, so Dan used to come up to Alpha One, um, Ethan Page's promotion in yes. Canada, before he started doing the gimmick, and it was like just talked about, like jokingly in the back. And I remember me and Ethan Page being like, "Dude." do this gimmick like do this, this gimmick. gimmick it's like it's really good like and i remember too we even had like a a side uh like a heel character for him to do where he was a uh his stepdad Dan, yes. and where he wore like a pair of jeans and like a leather jacket and he'd be like yeah i'm taking your mother out like you know stuff he's, like that he's got a half empty bottle of budweiser not bud yeah. light budweiser smoking <laughs> yeah. a cigarette <laughs> exactly but i think i if i remember correctly he just like said he had like an idea and he didn't know if it would work and he just pitched it to me and i think i died laughing i was like yo that's hilarious i was like yes of course you can do that <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i think that might have been a scramble for freelance wrestling and we all were on the apron and it was like two at a time like an old school ring of honor um scramble the way they should be done young people if you don't know what i'm talking about but anyways um <laughs> so i remember like dan was on the apron and they were just like they wanted Dan in so bad, like so bad. And it was at Logan Square Auditorium, which is a great venue, always good crowds. And I remember when Dan got tagged in, it was so loud that like the ring was vibrating from noise. Like, I love like, it. The room was like shaking. I, I got chills from it. I'm kind of getting chills thinking about it now. It was such a loud reaction when he got tagged in. So yeah, Dan, Dan the dad's the man. <laughs> I was so happy. Like, <laughs> It's so happy to see that make it onto TV. And For uh, sure. one of our interviewers like popped me. He goes, did you check on Toa Leona afterwards and like apologize for working stiff? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. Uh, I, I love that 
fun place like that absolutely has a place in wrestling as, as well. And I mean, God, we see all the stuff Danhausen's doing on a weekly basis, of course, as well. But uh, tell the people where they can follow you on social media, all that good stuff. Of course, MLW and Reels every single week. Yes, MLW Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. Right on. It's on right after Live Patrol or Cops, I think. So if you're looking, you know. <laughs> If you're in there watching cops getting all sweaty and just keep on keep on rolling and then watch MLW. Um, I'm at Ricky Shane Page on everything, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, all that jazz. Um, I actually just started a new thing that I, I wouldn't mind plugging if it's okay. Hell yeah, absolutely. I, I started a very small indie promotion mm-hmm. where um, it's for young students to learn how to wrestle. It won't be streamed uh, to the world because I think that people don't get a chance to uh, fail. Because they have to fail in front of the world on Fight TV, and it's just it's not really conducive yeah. to learning. So I've started a new uh, promotion where it, everything's behind a paywall on Patreon. So if there's any fans that want to watch it, you have to be a part of the Patreon to be able to see any of it. And it, and they're just gonna have like a safe place to like learn and grow. So just go to RCW wrestling.net and that's the patreon and and the first show is uh, in Cleveland. The room only holds about fifty people, so. That's all going to be locals, but it's just something that little passion project that I'm really into right now. And uh, I, I kind of want people to get involved with it and be on the ground floor of like helping some younger wrestlers learn the craft. And uh, and, and like I said, just have a safe place to, to fail and to get better. Guys, you'll be able to check that out in the link in the description below or at the bottom of the article that you're reading. I love that idea. I think that's great because I can't count how many times people are in their first five to ten matches and I see their stuff getting buried on like Twitter or something. Yeah, it and sucks. it's and it, like you look back, Deanna Perazzo's like sixth or seventh match was on Impact pay per view. Like not everybody like learns a- that way, and they, yeah, they Ashley, it, you know Ashley Dembois. Yeah, she was like her on, first match ever was on Dark. Was on Dark, yeah. That's and she's really good. She and is. luckily she did well. But like, imagine if your first match ever was on Dark. That's crazy. Yeah, you know. So like, I I I had so many little indies to like learn and mess up and. Thank God no one saw them. You know, they, weren't, they weren't even recorded, you know, for that matter. So, like, that's kind of what, like, the idea behind this. It's a small indie. I got replica belts with stickers on them. Like, I'm really. Like, I love it. <laughs> I'm making it like a real promotion, but it's just for learning purposes. And I'm also, the other side of it, so I'm going to have some of my veteran friends agent in the back. So oh, that's incredible. They, they can learn from them. And then also my friends that may not think that they could have ever done that as a job could get a little bit of experience doing it and that's maybe something they want to pursue you know um later on at a much higher level and i also think that the indies in general could really use agents and i think that's something that uh i think indie promotions should start doing to be honest is it's because uh things just become repetitive and and people don't learn and and it's just it's not good for wrestling so that's kind of where the whole idea behind this is I once went to an indie, and three straight months they brought in their name, right? One one month it was Al Snow, one month it was Shark Boy, one month it was Eugene. I go there and I watch them. Month one, Shark Boy is biting the local guy's ass the whole whole match, and I'm like, oh, okay. The second month, Al Snow is trying to shove head up the local guy's ass the whole match, and I'm like, wait a minute. The third month, Eugene is there, and I'm like... <laughs> Finally, I'm going to get to see Nick Densmore wrestle. What could he possibly shove up this guy's ass? He spent the whole show shoving his thumb up the local guy's ass. And I was like, oh, all right then. And I was like, you know what? I would like some variety here. <laughs> I would like exactly. some variety here. That it's a, from, from month to month, 
And uh, I, I think that agenting and producing would be valuable, and especially considering that you are contracted to a major company to, to produce now. I think, that's, I think that's incredible. I love this idea. Uh, but encourage you guys to check that out. Ricky Shane Page, thank you so much for taking the time. No worries, man. Thank you. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.